I'm very excited because I have a Wanty Pure Blood, and I actually you can't use it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you're DMing. I'm DMing. <laughs> Once you prep the bottle, I'll give you. I'll give you. No, I'm permission. DMing. No, no, nice try. Mmm, such delicate cheese. It goes wine. It goes wine. It goes fine. With my wine. My wine. My wine. End the scripted portion. <laughs> You might want to edit some of that stuff out there and make it smooth. Nah. nah. Oh, 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 hello. <laughs> we didn't see you there with our fancy wine and cheese party. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the fancy Rules Lawyers. Was that going to be the title? Rules Lawyers After Dark Wine and Cheese? <laughs> Rules Lawyers After Dark Fancy Wine and Cheese. Okay. Spe- speaking of wine and JC wanting to kill a cat that's right it all goes together <laughs> <laughs> yeah it all comes full circle this is because Georgie's on the counter <sighs> Georgie is a little shit and antagonizes her he, he likes being chased he waggles his little furry ass in front of her face <laughs> oh don't chase me oh no I hope you don't chase me <laughs> oh it'd be a shame if the dog chased me <laughs> yeah and then he he's a little kitty boner the whole time <laughs> little fucking asshole so yeah, this is an, another Rules Lawyers After Dark. We had recorded a, a different Rules Lawyers After Dark, which I'm assuming will be published before this one. I haven't finished editing it mm-hmm. yet. That one's taken a lot of work to edit, but it's... Because <laughs> it was complete crap. Yeah. Well, I thought no, there were some funny bits in it. Uh, the one that I'm referring to... Was the, was, what was that one? It was the one that happened on Wednesday that who said he was going to be there for, but then assumed it was Thursday. Yeah. Showed up at my house on Thursday, and no one was there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like assuming the dog was in there. I was like, I bet I could get to the local store pretty easy. You probably could. Uh, but I got a snap. Were we supposed to record on Wednesday? We were gonna have people come over on Wednesday. I thought that was Dungeon of the Mad Mage. It was Dungeon Man. Yeah, no, no, that's that's why you didn't show up because it was Dungeon Man Mage. Didn't show up because they're like, it's gonna snow outside. You've been oh, living in Iowa for like how many years, people? Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, and not only that, but like a few people ended up being busy anyway, so we ended up playing Dungeon of the Mad Mage, and I just decided that we do a, a recording anyway. So it was me, Paul, Andy, and Ivy. Ivy made her first official Rules Lawyers appearance. On that episode. On what sounds like a crappy episode. (laughs) (laughs) On the worst episode ever. Thanks, Ivy. That's your fault. Yep. You know, if I was here, it would have been the best. It would have been the best. I look forward to listening to this later. I got a I got a Snapchat from Hua that night, and it was like, well, I think I might have missed it. And it was just an empty dark house. (laughs) No, it was an empty dark vehicle, and I was just sitting there like, huh. Yep. Uh, so tonight we're doing another Rules Rose After Dark. We have cheese and wine. I think I'm only drinking wine. Everyone else is eating cheese. I'll have a, a hunk of it as well. You know, you're wasting this on fucking cheese. That would be good. A fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> An entire fig spread? For those of you that enroll in the top tier of the patron, we'll be sending you slices of this cheese along with the spread. I'm actually going to put a thing down here so we don't keep, like, clanking the silverware down to the table. Tracy! <laughs> <laughs> why, why do I try? But yes, we will be, we'll be sending our patrons hunks of the cheese... Um, hunks of my saliva oh, as well. Tail, the husky look at she's got a curly husky tail, but she looks like a caramelized husky because she's primarily German Shepherd. Not the cheese, the dog. <laughs> yeah, we're actually eating husky right now. Damn, that is good. That's yeah. Weird. Oh, JC, you're fine. JC, quit lying. God, it's Are like we she... talking to JC or Luke? It's like she needs attention or something. <laughs> he just drinks wine <laughs> as I take another swig of wine. That's how I grew up, and look how I turned out. <laughs> oh, looks like someone needs to pay attention to you. He turns away, continues yep. drinking wine. That's right. <laughs> no, not my parents. That's how. That's how I was when I needed attention. Just drank my wine. So this episode, as I've discussed, 
with the folks here. We have been. Uh, this is a topic that we want to do for a Rules Wars After Dark bit for a for a while. I think. Yeah, or me and Andy Jason. been kicking it around for a while. And there's Hua sending a Snapchat of my dog. Which I God like. damn it, Snapchat! It's fine. <laughs> it was a perfect no. It was a good snap, and then she turned her head, and Snapchat was like, "Oh damn, I'm gonna take that picture." <laughs> Fuck you! I like JC. I like that angle better. JC was like, "That was my bad side." JC is a is a cute ass dog. I don't mind having snaps being taken of her during the, the recording of the podcast. Well, it was gonna happen. Well, it was given with my permission. And that's how it is. I'm I'm top dog of this house. Are you though? I'm not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The it, cats are. It go no. Uh, it goes Lily, JC. Well, watch this. Tippy, Lily, JC, Georgie. Then. <laughs> so it starts out. <laughs> no, I just wanted you to focus. Oh, okay. Well, you can't be focusing on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, guess what? Not about world building anymore. No, we're talking about so clown on the trip. world building of clown trip. Oh, there's world building. Oh, clown yeah, trip. there's clown. Do they want you talking about this in public? No, because this is going out. We can. Oh, the TM TM TM. Jaeger, all of a sudden, Jaeger, all of a sudden, red dust. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, Jaeger's waiting out in the trees at any slip. Of the plot of Clown Trip. <laughs> Even though we went on about it for like an hour at the New Year's Eve party. Yeah, but all those guys had plastic explosives like implanted in mm-hmm. them. So. They do. They still do. They still do. It's in there. So that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like duct taped on them and he was just like, ah, oh, just leave it there. Oh, sweet. I thought it was a tumor. Awesome. <laughs> so, world I thought building. you guys were literally cancer. <laughs> it's actually just played out with a little fuse coming out of it. <laughs> And a cartoony, like, spy versus spy bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, world building. We're talking about it. People who took the, uh, who bothered to read this one, the, the title. Assuming that I do title it with world building in the title, which might not happen. Which probably won't happen. Probably not happen. So, uh, Isn't spoiler alert, this one's about world building. Uh, continue. As every world building should start. Start up with a big bang. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle, for showing up and burping and then leaving my house. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, he is contractually obligated to burp on every episode. Can you spot them all? <laughs> all the patron, all the patrons will receive uh, a two-hour-long super clip of Ky- just Kyle burping. All right, hold on. Oh, talk amongst yourself. Jason's got a rocket. Shit out the yard. Jason, let's go rock one. What is that? Let's go rock one. Is that? Is that what the bells are for? Yeah, she rang the yeah. bell. Mm-hmm. And she's got to go knock out a duger in the yard. So, <clears throat> while Luke is out doing this, we're going to trash his house. Don't say anything bad about me. <laughs> <laughs> what a giant piece of shit dog owner. Yeah, you know, um, Luke's a pretty good guy. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but his marriage is actually fake. He also uh, will occasionally <clears throat> kidnap children. And yeah, like he doesn't do anything, basement. so he just locks him in his dark basement for a while and then just releases him. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Catch and release. Yeah. Seriously, though. Scare him. What, what should we do to him when he comes back? Say hi. I don't know. I don't know, Matthew. Just um, lock the door. We will just <laughs> lock the door. No, no, no. Dude, I've been done before. Hmm. 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 I've also been wanting to ask you guys uh, uh, what you guys would like to see in a finale. Of this quote-unquote season. If that flips out of your hands and pokes me in the eye, what? I will be in absolute heaven. Don't play with the cheese knife. No, it's already in my hand. I'm playing with it. Did she take a duker? <sighs> JC did not drop a duker. That's not good. She's like, I'm constipated. Well, <laughs> you, just, you need to just 
kind of <laughs> pinky right up there and get her going. Yeah, you gotta, oh, you gotta open it. You gotta make the gap for her. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! I am not parting the brown sea of my dog just yet. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Wow. Have, I'm not gonna have one missed shit and be like, okay, let's get surgical with this. <laughs> Dude, all, that's technically the second miss shit, so you, you should probably start worrying. You should probably start worrying. Yeah, look at that, look at that. Which yeah. finger is going to be sacrificed? <laughs> you don't even have to cut it off, just clean it. <laughs> You're going to roll over in your sleep, that pinky's going to be right in your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I subliminally wanted this, subconsciously. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you had to say when I edit this. This is going to be great. No, it's not. It was actually really boring. Yeah, yeah we weren't. It wasn't up. It wasn't. It was really yeah. what I would have liked to have done. But yeah, just wait till you find out what we did. <laughs> Jc's sitting by the bed. Jc, like, are, you fu- are you fucking kidding me, Jc? All right, what are you doing? Come just here. Keep an eye on her. Come oh here. my god, Jc. So I guess yeah. we can get into. Actually, no. We had that question. We're going to do a question? A, a oh, question? What, he, yeah, Matthew's oh. question. Was, Matthew's what question. did we want to yes. see at the end of the season with what, what the would finale? You, what would you like in Goat the finale? Pimps. What would we like in the finale of the Goat Pimp Saga? Um, Goat Pimps versus Red Tails. That And, and I'll be, kind of be running it, so. Yes. Hi, uh, my name is Matthew. Um, there you go. Uh, I, yeah. I guess that's all. Because <laughs> I'm not playing. What am I? <laughs> what am I? Not I play, yeah, I'm not a character. <laughs> played the human rogue warlock Lefty, who will make a guest appearance in the next few episodes and the. Uh, As you should. As, are yeah. you going to murder us with Lefty in the next? Well, one? he did show up in the recent one where he was. Um, that one's not out yet. No, it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I, the, the, the order in which I put these out are kind of sporadic in the kind of all over the place, but I try to keep them in actual like linear order in it, which we record them. But it doesn't always happen. Don't know whether or not it'll be out by the time that uh, this actually gets published. <laughs> uh, I feel like the one's gonna be the one that's gonna be up next is the one with uh, Ivy and Paul. Mm-hmm. The one about the the boring one, the boring, the the really bad one. Uh, it's gonna be really short too. Uh, I'm gonna title it Ivy's fault. <laughs> Ivy's fault. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, uh, why are the exceptional races? What are the exceptional races, a.k.a. water? <laughs> It'll make sense. Uh, so, no, it's going to be that one, and then it's going to be the next episode, the last hour that I have of us playing that one night for the last mod. And then it'll be this one, and then it'll be us, uh, you know, playing again. But um, I also do appreciate you making up the question and also answering it first, leaving me to be the last one to answer it as per tradition. So Andy, this is a rules lawyers after dark, and we do things backwards here. Well, this yeah. is a, this See, is a, Matthew asked the question, and now Andy has to answer. I have to answer, and then you have yeah. to answer, and then Matthew answers. <laughs> and, then, and then Matthew answers as if he's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll answer if, it's, as if I'm Ivy. I'm making a bad. I'm Paul. Paul's got a deep ass voice. Does he? It, it's it's in the recording. It's deep. We got pretty deep voice. Just a minute, got a vape. Yeah. All right. Let me, readjust, let me readjust my beginning. <laughs> Check out my sleeve tattoo. Yep, still there. He has two of them. Does he have two? I don't know. <laughs> Paul has at least one sleeve tattoo. The patron, the patrons will find out if he has two or not. <laughs> That's my new favorite joke. Oh, you know what? Don't, don't overuse it. I've been making money off this since we began. Oh, you've been making money off <laughs> Uh, what are you doing? Selling it, on the street? Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, hey kid. You want lawyers? Put it on YouTube. I didn't answer the question. Right. Very, very neat. My name public. is Alberto McFucci. I play the half gnome, half pit fiend, uh, death cleric. Good old now, now, Alberto McFucci, is that, is that an AL legal character? 
Uh, I'm pretty sure it matter. came off uh, D&D Wiki. <laughs> it came off the Wiki. That's, yeah. that's oh, fine. So, that's fine. We're a D&D Wiki exclusive podcast. Since we said pretty much screw AL, uh, you know, the rules lawyers start, stopped being rules lawyers a while ago. Like after, no, the, after and like in the middle of the I like episode, I, right? I like to think that we're following the core rules. Yes. But not necessarily AL rules. Exactly. Well, I'm sure Hitler liked to feel that he was doing the world some good. So, oh, so we're already bringing Hitler in. Yeah. As soon as Hitler gets brought up, you know the discussion is ah, over. You spook. You gave me a spook. Um, I, I would I would personally like to see the group face off against uh, someone against a group led by an elite troop or an elite leader of men uh, named Guy. Oh, okay. I thought you were going for a Tad Staslap, but no, 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 no. I would say maybe the oldest enemy. Maybe this guy some, some kidnapped guy. Tad Staslap. Oh no! And there was needed. There needed to be a rescue mission. I love it already. Yes, that's the way we should end it. I has my vote already. And we I have to end up. I have an idea of what I want to do, but I will leave that as a surprise until it actually happens. Yeah, no, and I would don't like either the Oxnose Tavern or the other one that we were always in, starting out at, like, first level. Laughing Goblin, Oxnose Tavern, Madame Friona's Tea Kettle. That was the first If we uh, were to include place. all these places together, yeah. Trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next. In the dark times. Pass. pass. We've got another pass. Everybody gets one. No, that's his name. Oh, hi, I'm Josh. You guys might recognize me from... Other from my work on the rules lawyers! <laughs> from my work on the rules <laughs> My role is playing Dane. King Dane. King Dane, yeah. Black King Dane. I really don't have an idea that's actually pretty good, because Andy's is really good. Um, mm-hmm. Mine was just going to be like, we should just slaughter them with our high-end characters, but that's whatever. We, we'll just take our actual characters that we really like, like and then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew is, DMs them and has them be a piece, and we just slaughter them. <laughs> All, all we much. need is Clark. All we need is all we need is Clark. <laughs> Just points at everyone and you're banished. <laughs> banished. All of them. But they'll come back after a minute, so and that's when Dalinar's waiting. But for are them. you really? <laughs> and they all come what back if, like, "What's going on?" And there's like a six-five fucking two hundred and thirteen-pound fighter standing there. What's going what's what's to happen is you aren't part. You aren't actually native to the horny. Mind blown. I was gonna say that the one last one that Dalinar didn't kill, Chris is gonna come in. Get the, <laughs> Chris is gonna. I'm gonna do something. Something is wrong. It's not just Dalinar. So yeah, my name is Luke. Normally playing J.C. Lakeham's uh, The Halfling Divination Wizard. and J.C. Lakeham's? Yeah, thank you, Kyle. He's also contractually obligated to do that as well. <laughs> he burped, he said it, and then he left. I, Bye, Kyle. I've hated that since it began. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> I also hate it. Oh, hold on a second. I thought everybody loved it. No. It's just like, it's just like, why? I need to do this so we can add it when Kyle's supposed to come in. Oh, okay. J.C. like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bye, Kyle. Yep, see ya. <laughs> see there ya. we go. What a good time. Oh, now you can edit that in each time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back and edit it into all the podcasts of Kyle entering and leaving my house. <laughs> they don't live that far from here, do they? They live nope. on Asbury. The way that I like to see it end, if we could possibly time travel back to every key moment in every module, that'd be pretty great. Um, otherwise, I would like to do a Where Are They Now Animal House uh, wrap-up. Maybe like five years or so after... The final dude, event, dude. Whatever because the fi- I just whatever know the, what you want to see. Whatever the final I'm, event is that Matthew has planned, a- after we 
whatever happens there, assuming we live, I want to do like uh, Animal House, where are they now, where the credits roll, and then it freeze frames on each character, and then we have a little like blurb at the bottom of what they're doing. Dude, actually, I want to add on to that, and it just turns out like Dane, it's all going through Dane's head because he's dying. <laughs> Like it's his he's in a dwarven nursing home. No, and he's <laughs> like, and like, like also that mantle it comes out and it was just all in his head as he slowly just dies. Yeah, as he's slowly dying. <laughs> and, and the last thing I can just I can see it now. The last thing he says is those fuckers killed my bear. <laughs> yeah, the entire recap was just Dane reliving everything. I mean, and I, I feel like think that he ever loved dying. I feel like five years is generous. Dane might be dying sooner. Than <laughs> oh, yeah. Dane would open up a uh, an exotic animal emporium, and all the animals would love him. JC erupts with poop, <laughs> right in my face. Projectile. My walls were white at one point. They were grayish. My walls were off white once. <laughs> and then the Hua Nation attacked. But anyway. Uh, I might tweak the ending now okay. that I've gotten some feedback. Okay. I'll have to ask uh, the, the yeah, brothers about it. But uh, but they didn't attend our fancy wine and cheese party. They don't. They didn't say it. They didn't know we were going to have wine and cheese, though. That's their fault. You didn't know we were going to have cheese. I didn't know you were going to have wine. <laughs> it's always wine time. I noticed you didn't offer Matthew any wine. He drove here. You all drove here. I live here. I'm always drunk here. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm drunk on D&D, as we all are. The best drug. Not the most life-destroying drug. That's right. That that would be Warhammer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, that would be Magic the fucking Gathering. Yeah. That too. It's arguable. No, point down at her. Sit. There she go. Oh, you're such a quick puppy. I'm trying to teach her how to sit. You're doing a garbage job. Well, she's named after a garbage PC. I, sh- I should mention the first Snapchat I got from Hua after I showed him uh, uh, JC. He did say that she was adorable, but then immediately after said, I can't believe that you named your dog after your garbage PC. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, just try to have her not bark, and then we'll, we'll continue. Oh, JC, you're not supposed to bark. She said, okay. Yeah, good job. <laughs> the, great, the dog whisperer over there. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get sued from Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> because Nickelodeon's going through all the podcast fiction. Oh, they do. And then Joe and Steve knock on my door. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I could have maybe handled one of you, but not both. <laughs> okay, so actual episode time. Uh, world building. What's it all about? What's the deal with world building? <laughs> I get one of them. You know, the favorite thing we all do. We could go around and say what our level of like experience in world building is. Like... Oh, I've made thousands of worlds. Who has made thousands of worlds and then he's created them just as easily as they've been destroyed. <laughs> thousands <laughs> upon thousands in his schizophrenic mind. His Minecraft of world inspired. building. We've well, already I saw Dylan. He asked me about his bipolar, and I was like, no. Dylan, I don't know. Dylan don't know. Kurt or Dylan no. Pod- Podcast Dylan? It's podcast Dylan. Oh. As, as we all know him, Podcast <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> um, one half of the wolf pack? One half of the wolf pack. So, I mean, in terms of actual D&D, like writing shit down, we all have a various, a ve- we all have varying degrees of experience with it. I think it's safe to say that Andy's the most prolific amongst us. Uh, I am. <laughs> I am, and currently, I, there was one day I received like 40 pages worth of content. And that, that was like legitimately from a day's work. That, that, wasn't, like, that may banked. have been a manic state. That still, it still counts, is my point. I have a binder full of like my own... I've only ever built one world in detail, which is Vant from the homebrew. And, but that binder that I have has been the culmination of years of writing. 
And I would just periodically, like one night, I'd be like, I got to write some stuff. And I'd, I'd write for a few hours and then I'd throw it into the binder. Let it sit for like a, a couple of weeks and then just kind of keep doing let it. Let it cool off. Let it cool off. Let the stank settle. And then you get a new stank. And then shit it all over that page. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's some method world building right there. Well, you know. You've entered the elemental plane of style. shit. I'll, I'll let, uh, I haven't had too much experience with really detailed world building besides you know, discussing ideas with uh, Andy and Luke. The only thing I've really done is come up with a, like a general plot that I'm saving for someday. <laughs> so being that you play like Pathfinder and stuff, do, would you do that as a D&D world or a Pathfinder world or interchange- uh, interchangeable? It, it's, I haven't thought through it enough. It, it, I have a generic point is what I had come up with was general ideas and a theme to go with, but I hadn't really actually okay. made anything specific to D&D or Pathfinder. Is that something that you want to share or are you keeping that close to the chest? Keeping that close to the chest okay. because Fuck you. <laughs> the, the, the best thing is I, th- I think it would run with a small group really well, okay. but if we had multiple people, maybe just a couple small groups running okay. in parallel. Interesting. Great. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, I, if at some point you ever want to bust it up into a game, I'd be happy to hop in. All right. Assuming I have time, of which I'll, I have none. <laughs> Except now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, JC. Uh, no, yeah, and uh, work and yeah, stuff. I, the nickname I've given her, I think, is JC Not Lakem's the Popper, or something to that effect. <laughs> Because you need a a nickname so complicated, you yourself forget it? Well, yeah. Well, all the animals that I own have nicknames whenever they appear on the podcast. Like, uh, Georgie the Little Gray Boy, Tippy the Kitty Who Don't Need No Nickname, (laughs) which is her nickname, and JC Not Lakeup's Pupper. Look at at her. She fucking hates it. You just destroyed her soul a little bit. Look at that. But she's not JC Lakeup's. She's JC uh, Not (laughs) Lakeup's. JC Lickums. JC JC (laughs) Lickums! That's that's very good. And easier for you to remember. Yeah, and much easier. Easier for me to remember. Harder for me to convince Lily to make it her actual middle name. <laughs> Andy, what's your... You know what? This is actually a question I've never asked Andy before. Because you've been playing these types of RPGs much longer than I ever have. And I feel like you've probably been writing for them and creating for them longer. On and off. It's actually deceiving. In spite of my advanced years on you punks... <laughs> Um, Goddamn kids. And you all and CD players. I really haven't done much more playing than I've done over the last couple of years. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, on and off. Garbage. I mean, infrequent. There have been, there's been maybe a year here or a year there. But that time in prison was <laughs> really not conducive no. to uh, role playing. You were occupied with other things. Yes. When you are officially labeled as someone's bitch, <laughs> you need to be pretty much on duty 24-7. I can imagine. So. Yeah. Yeah. I role played that whole scenario with JC in person out in my head. Mm-hmm. I know very well how it goes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have a whole fan. I can, I can sympathize with you. I can sympathize. I made an imaginary character <laughs> <laughs> that went through the same thing. I made did. an imaginary <laughs> story about even imaginary character. <laughs> Back to my question, did you ever do any world building before? Because um, me and you have done a, deep, like a solid amount, I think, collaboratively. I mean, Andy has. You were just sitting there like, yeah, Andy, that sounds great. Yeah, Andy, I'm going <laughs> to slap my name on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the back of his mind is going, oh, God, please stop. <laughs> no, I, I make it stop. For the record, I thoroughly enjoy mm. that, that stuff. But. Well, I, I know. Except I know. I, I know the shit out of Dylan with 
the uh, the deluge, the deluge of shit <laughs> on on Facebook Messenger. It's like, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? And it went it went on, and I didn't know he slept so much. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're in a manic phase, you don't fucking sleep. Yeah. You live, you learn, you yeah. laugh. The facts of life. Is, is that Are you talking about the game before? Yeah, Oops. yeah. The one that oh, just right. I railroaded the shit out of you guys. And oh, that one with uh, yeah. when Giuseppe Knuckledeep. Giuseppe Knuckledeep. Yeah, um, I wasn't part of that. I missed Giuseppe Knuckledeep. That's right. You you skipped out. You I gotta work him into somewhere. Don't worry. It didn't seem like it lasted long. <laughs> it really didn't. I think <laughs> there were a few sessions. I was there for I think two sessions total. So there may have been four. Yeah, that's about right. What happened? Hey, you know what? That, that was your world stuff. You can get into that. That was um, that was all you. I mean, you sent me a lot of interesting stuff on it, and I think I even wrote a little piece of history about one very small, specific location. That yes, you did. You had an idea for an area up uh, north mm-hmm. um, that, due to its severe hardship that it was experiencing through the war that was going on, um, oh. it ended up having to make a little deal with a demon. I'm sorry, a devil. No, I think it was a nice devil. So... Um, yeah, I is, it, is it the war between the Mykonins and the fucking rhinos with guns? That <laughs> no, that one will be brilliant and will be coming across across the friggin' all, megaverse. All, all multiverse and megaverse. <laughs> the war with the Mykonins and the, the gunslinging Mykonins. The gunslinging Mykonins and just the GIF. Yeah. Always at war. So give us a brief a brief summary of the shit that you did for your for that one specifically. All right, uh, for the players. The, the main area they were coming, which I can't even freaking remember anymore. I can't remember the name of the country. Um, we'll call it Andytopia. Well, <laughs> it's like Dinotopia. Only everybody gets to ride Andes. <laughs> uh, There's the flying winged Andes. Yeah, the flying winged Andes all out of his face. Please stuff. tell me about the oil and Dinotopia. Right? Yeah, I remember. All right, no, no, no. Prior to a specific event, which I'll get into shortly, the uh, ruling class had the... Uh, Control over religion as well, so but they control. Usually, religion have the control of the ruling class. <laughs> no, usually it's a mutually antagonistic yeah. uh, relationship. Where, but where the nobility had controlled enough of everything that they also dominated the spiritual relationship that the people had with them and everything else. Their their gods didn't actually exist. Mm. Mm. Um, but I mean, do any uh, <laughs> too close to home? Andy. <laughs> there were other gods there that didn't really give a shit. Oh, so, so quite frankly, so gods, gods existed. Gods did did exist, exist. Except they were their basically gods. they were basically the forces of nature from what, what you'd call the old gods. Sure, yeah, right. Like Zeus, Poseidon, all that shit. And like gods of the sea, and as the as long as they exist, they didn't really give a shit about what the people did. Mm-hmm. But as, of course, as the civilization progresses and they build more, and then eventually the nature gods start to notice a little bit more. And yeah, as there was, society does. There was one cleric, a human cleric, that had a relationship with the elves that was much better than anyone else ever had. And they, he learned from the elves uh, healing magic and brought it and brought Which the was prayers. Previously unknown. To right humans. to humans. Humans are stupid. Uh, pretty much too short-lived to have gotten it, but apparently he made enough of an inroads with the elves that he was taught some rudimentary healing spells or healing healing magic prayers. And these are what five years passed that on to the rest of uh, humankind. Uh, so his he was well known 
Baby's first healing word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby's first healing word. <laughs> and along with the king of the probably the most powerful kingdom on, on this continent, uh, I forget why they went to this particular area, but they did. For an important for, reason. For, for, it was uh, for a reason that may or may not be important. No, it was. And uh, basically, a bright light came down and engulfed this priest and <laughs> took him up to heaven. Or at least that's how it appeared mm. to everyone else. Okay. Oh, that was t- really what it was. It was him being punished for spreading the magic of healing to humans. Okay. Who weren't supposed to have it. <laughs> but now the king, he saw this ascension to heaven. And he decided, oh my god, now this priest is a, is a god. <laughs> and we need to worship him. To the exclusion, or no, not to the exclusion of the other gods that don't really exist. But above all the other gods that don't really exist. Okay. So was it? So, so, we, have, so we have two solid lies going on with. Mm-hmm. So was it the nature gods that did that to him? It was one of them. Okay. It was one of them. It was raw. It was raw. So. And Zeus. And <laughs> all the pantheons the, exist in this universe. The other kingdoms didn't like the idea of one kingdom claiming. To have had such close relationships with with some their imaginary gods, <laughs> with, with this ascended god that came from their country, that was the king's priest, mm-hmm. you know. So they're like, no, I think we're just going to keep our gods, and we're going to destroy you so... for daring to stop worshiping our gods. So they had a little war, and it didn't go well for the newly religious nation at first. But they managed to hold them on, blah blah blah, much suffering. Uh, until they started to turn it around. When the halfling armies, halfling yes. hordes, Th- that got involved. That was like an interesting... What the fuck uh, is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see them. Oh, they're, they're down there. Oh, shit. Oh, my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, basically made, I basically made halflings. Yeah, this is uh, a, a very interesting... Basically the fucking Genghis Khan army. <laughs> yeah, the um, Genghis Khan army. And <laughs> they were brutal. Yeah. They have this reputation as being the worst and most barbaric troops you can send anywhere. Everybody fears the halflings. The halflings. And, and really their mentality is, we will do what works mm. to win. Sure. So because, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Because we can't have you guys... Fucking with us on any kind of organized basis because you will destroy us eventually. Yeah. So we will raid you first. Nice. So the king got the halflings to work for him in exchange for <clears throat> deals and <laughs> sent them into the rest of the continent to wreak mayhem. And they did. And this is where the PCs came in after the war was won and they the king had to get buck fucked by every single <laughs> halfling. <laughs> There, the other countries had to pay reparations of like 10% of their gross oh boy. production okay. to the country that they had attacked. And it was it was really bad. And people were starving. Blah, everything was awful. You know, as nobility. Which is, which is where the PCs came into this. And the, their first mission, which I totally railroaded them into, was <laughs> sending them to a specific, specific location, which was actually a secret lab of a gnome who was very famous and very wealthy, and he was working on transferring his soul into a construct. Mm-hmm. I feel like Giuseppe might have been a part of this. He went into the dungeon. That's right. Yeah. That's where it was going. And that dungeon had a lot of shit in it yeah. that was solely dedicated to all of that. And you would have seen 
seen some awful shit. Mm-hmm. In fact, the weapon is particularly nasty that um, Kyle's character got. That would have that would eventually ended up biting him in the ass. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, you a bitch. You fucking dumb, Kyle. <laughs> you fucking dumb, Kyle. Ooh, it's a, it's one of my weapons. I'll take it. <laughs> it's not like it's covered in warning labels or anything. <laughs> oh, we just peel those off. Forget about it. Forget so, about it. So wasn't there also? There's two things with your world building in, in this scenario. I remember one. Wasn't there some sort of Shadowfell event? That's what was going to happen. Okay. That was going to be the main event. Yeah. When you all eventually got back with the book that your patron wanted you to get, and he introduced you guys in a really goofy way, I realize now. But when you all got back to him, he would have had to report that to the, the king. And you would have all been there when in teleports a, a lich, okay. a full-on lich, okay. with his escort. Which is Delinar. Just enough joking, sorry. To, <laughs> to to make an all out attack against them so be unfeasible. It's enough to make the defenders stop and want to see what's going on first. So the Lich and his personal bodyguard would show up. So there's only two of them? There's only two of them, the Lich and his bodyguard? Uh no. Lich uh, his army. Okay. Uh, right outside the gates. And uh, his personal guard. Well, to be fair, we were, we were like level like four or five or something. Like we're not taking on any lists. No, no. This was just the opening to what was going to happen. <laughs> That's what you thought. <laughs> and there would have been a direct conversation between the king and the lich, which you would have been present for because, oh well, he's there. So, mm-hmm. and it basically would have been, we're going to be. Taking over the rest of this world, except your kingdom. Uh, we just want to make sure we don't have any problems with you. Okay. And of course, that would not have gone over well. Mm-hmm. So. So the lich came to the kingdom. Yes. And he was like, "Hey, we're going to take over the world, but we're going to leave you guys alone." Yes. Is it because? Of and the it was links? complete bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah. What happened Honestly. was where where the ascension occurred basically created a blessed. Not blessed. Desecrated. Uh, not desecrated either, but a god a, a god affected, a deity affected area of extraordinary strength that the Lich could not dick with okay. yet. Okay. Yet. But when he took over enough of the rest of the world, it wouldn't be a problem. Sure. Because reasons. Gather enough resources. Right. Suck up enough souls. Get enough food. Be a, be, being a Lich and whatnot. It, he, he spends that entire time making a spirit bomb that can... You know, take care of the problem. Um, okay, sure. Possibly, right. literally. <laughs> so, eventually... It just turned the, into a Dragon Ball Z episode yeah, at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> with, with a lich, spirit bomb takes on a bit of a, a very real meaning. <laughs> a lich suicide bomber? Yeah. <laughs> what was going to happen was, was the only one at night, uh, anywhere that it was night on that planet, uh, the Shadowfell would be present. <clears throat> So, like it would overlap? Yes. Okay. It would become Shadowfell Ground. Okay. Until the sun came out. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's very cool. I like that. So then that's actually going to lead me into my next question. In terms of when you're doing world building stuff, do you – this is something that I kind of struggle with myself because I see a lot of people like tinkering with the stuff or and, like maybe uh, making it new from scratch. And like I don't know if it's necessarily fun 
to do a whole bunch of it, but do you default to like the standard 5e setting of like the, the plane planar verse uh, where there's like the, uh, the the inner planes and the outer planes? And I don't that? like keeping any of the shit that's there the way it is. Well, first of all, I play with people like Dylan and Kyle that know this shit backwards and forwards. Sure, yeah, that's true. Sure. So got a surprise in some way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one of the surprises in that world was chromatic dragons weren't necessarily evil. Metallic dragons weren't necessarily good. Sure. They look out for themselves. Sure. Georgie, don't eat the dice bag. No, my dice bag. <laughs> Georgie's going to shit a natural 20. <laughs> so That's easier to pass than the D4, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, well, just little changes. Plus. Debatable. I mean, it's was a there less pointy? Was there even a, a uh, <laughs> yes, even a no, a Feywild? I don't even know. Mm. I might not even used it. Just, I just like, might have kept Shadowfell. Just, just leave it vague. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's really no reason to believe Take it. Take away all the elemental fucking planes. Fuck that. They just don't need to be there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because like, I'll see a lot of people uh, on like different, you know, hear them talk about podcasts or whatever. They might really change or like, like this is my planar verse but it's gonna but it, it behaves this way and i've done a little bit of tinkering with mine in vant but it's almost just for my own sake because in terms of actually playing it with your players i don't know if that being changed up too much can even affect the game at all unless it's for the purposes of like to fuck to, kyle's character to, over. Fu- to fuck over kyle yeah fuck him, kyle. <laughs> But no, it, no there is no spare room, Kyle. Fuck you. <laughs> well, well, it's what well, to like to like uh, subvert the record. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Hey, he burped you. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle came back for a bonus burp. Yeah, he snuck in on us that time. Yeah. Oh. We love uh, you, Kyle. I'll screw but to like subvert. Fuck you guys. What is up, my fellow travelers? There we are in the middle of the world building episode here with the rules lawyers podcast animal update i've got georgie the amazing podcasting kitty the little gray boy himself right up next to the microphone he's going to remain silent though over to the left by the door chewing on a stick that she found in the yard is my pupper jc lickums and you're listening to it folks the episode where she got her nickname i'm gonna be as fast as i possibly can without her barking she's in a rare mood where she's not but holy shit i might have just jinxed it She's attacking Georgie. They're having a little confrontation. I apologize if my mouth sounds, as in my words, sound strange. I bit the shit out of my lip today. I bit it three times while chewing gum, and it feels like raw hamburger inside my mouth. I feel like I sound weird. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Who knows? Patreon, let me know. (laughs) If you subscribe to our Patreon, you can let me know if I sound like I've got shit in my mouth. Or maybe I'm just painfully aware that I do. So this is a fun one to record, talking about world building, talking about some of our own personal world building stuff. I put a lot of, I kept a lot of things close to the chest as I didn't want to reveal any Vant related business to any people who ever might play in Vant to ever find out prematurely. That's kind of the burden of having your friends play in the game of the world that you're very excited to share with them because they're like some of my only friends who would actually give a shit about it. Uh, but such is the curse of the dungeon master book updates i haven't really got any i'm reading a graphic novel that i'm not terribly too fond of i'm kind of just ripping through some of the stuff that i checked out at the library before i can really start rereading some of the books that i want to read some dan simmons books and such a dungeon of the mad mage update we played the other day 
and it was fun. It might've been the same session that I mentioned in the last episode. We're still in level two. And as I've said, every time this game is going to take a very, very long time. Speaking of Dungeon Man Mage, I watched like a nerd, a, an unboxing of the miniature set on YouTube. And I was actually very excited. I'm probably going to spend some money on those minis because some of them are fucking awesome. Would love a Frog Hemoth. Would love a Garistro. Would love Halister. Would love, uh, they have, a, they have a bunch of cool ones. The large fairy dragon, I would totally be down for having. We'll see what I get. We'll see if I can spend any money on that. Other than that, that's kind of all the updates I have. I'm going to try to do a few more of these Rules Layers After Dark episodes where we do more discussion-based stuff along with playing. And as I've been saying for quite some time, the Goat Pimps adventure will be coming to an end shortly. But when I say shortly, it's more like three or four episodes of actual play from now. So it's still in real time. going to be like probably a few months before we're actually seeing the new characters. Gonna be fun though. We'll see if Hua actually preps anything. While JC's looking some water, that's gonna make for some great audio content. I am going to stop recording and I'm gonna go to the gym. And we'll see if I don't die out in the snow. But holy shit, I've been sick for like a week and I'm just itching and ready to go. Get ready to pump that iron to get back into shape so I don't feel like such a fucking loser anymore. So here we go. Back with the episode. Hope you like it. Peace. I love you, bye. But like, to subvert their expectations, you like, you know, there may not be a Feywild, blah, blah, blah. But like people who just completely reconstruct how their planarverse works, is that really gonna make it fun for everybody? Or, or if you're just doing it just for your own sake, just to say it. I mean, I feel fun. like, I feel like if your game has, has a lot to do with like other, the verses, you know, sure. and all that, I mean, they can do whatever they want, but I I don't see like your game why we would need to go yeah to other verses yeah game. except for like maybe like some things well I don't know everything for I, so a little, a little and this might be a transition to me talking about my homebrew world of Vant but I did restructure some of the plane the planar structure I you guess. can only enter it through dreams yeah you can only enter it through tantric group sex no. It's the only way to rip open. All right, Jason. <laughs> Back Sorry. to prison with you. Sorry, my my, my leg is showing. But uh, and then the oh, park. put that away. Oh, that's just that's straight from Jason's journal fan, fan fiction. Fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. Vant is just JC fan fiction. That was a surprise in the end. The entire time. yeah. Uh, no, the, the, and actually, me and Dylan actually kind of came up with this one. But as opposed to having the uh, the a lot of the planes, they're not necessarily inner or outer, but they're all based on. And they kind of are in 5e standard anyway, but they're all based on alignment, and they're on, like, a three-dimensional Venn diagram of four different orbs, if that makes sense. Okay. Where, like, there's an orb, if you want to represent it in, like, a, a three-dimensional sphere. There's uh, law, there's chaos, there's good, and there's evil. And where they overlap, certain planes will meet. So the prime material is clearly right in the middle. But the Feywild is in, um, I believe we decided it would be in the chaotic neutral overlay. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, like, layers of hell... Uh, I think with me, there's probably just one level of hell. I don't know if I need the, the nine discrete ones from 5e standard, but uh, that would be in, like, obviously, lawful evil. Demons come from the, you know, the abyss. Yeah. The abyss would be in uh, chaotic evil. So you can imagine that all those different planes, they all exist wherever those Venn diagrams would meet. And, like, uh, if it's elemental, you know, probably in, like, the chaotic area, whatever. 
Uh, and then also, honestly, the, you could have you could add just some random bubbles to intersect in a few. And then it's true. Yeah, it, it's it's not a strict three dimensional four spherical Venn diagram. The classic ones you've seen so much. And, yeah, they, you know, correct. See, there there we go. Yeah, they can move. Um, and then and then the further out that you would go, it would get into like the uh, the quote unquote afterlives or home planes of the twenty seven deities. So yeah, that's how my planar version. Worked. Oh right, there were twenty seven deities. There were twenty seven deities, and that. <laughs> That brings me into uh, Vant stuff. So there's not what I said about the planar verse. But the important things about Vant to know is that the alignment spectrum is very important. Uh, there are three deities based on each alignment. Uh, there is an even number of genders represented amongst the gods with three prime and neutral gendered gods. Also being like more or less uh, main primary gods, if that makes sense. Uh, the, the calendar is also based on the gods. And I, how's it again? There's nine days in a week, three months in a three, three weeks in a month, and nine months in a year. Yeah. Uh, so then there's every month has a day represented to a deity. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then every day of the week is represented by an alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why that is important because because you like to make things complicated. Yes. Um, I should also mention that, good job. I should also mention that each deity's name has a number of syllables and number of Parts of its name that were, you can tell by its pattern whether or not it's uh, it's alignment. That was more or less just for me to feel cool. Uh, it's, it's more complicated than what you failed. I, <laughs> I failed terribly. I tried in vain. You know, you gotta to sneak in a little reference in there just yeah, to see if anyone gets it. Exactly. So Vant, as the players now currently exist in it, is in its third. I call it template. Uh, it's just kind of like another word for age, where um, the first age, as you can imagine. Or, Oh, I call it template zero. It's, it was just... Template X. Template patient zero. <laughs> it's X. essentially just like a, you know, just space with material. And nothing really existed except for, I believe, its name is Boa. And mm-hmm. that is the... the, the Giant the, snake. The, <laughs> the, the, the big snake. Uh, the Ouroboros. The Ouroboros. Uh, no, he, Boa is the, uh, is the prime god of neutrality, just all around. Uh, and also defaults to space and time. So then eventually template one comes about where there uh, beings start to exist on the planet of Vant. There are gigantic beings known as the Hoare. They are gargantuan beings. There's only ever maybe like a hundred of them that exist the at the time. The HO, the Hoare. Okay. And they uh, there were titanic beings. Um, the world is still scarred by their battles between themselves. And the thing was, they were like the alphas of every race that exists currently on the world. As they were to kill, as they killed themselves off, uh, they split down and broke down into further lesser beings. So at one point, there was a whole array that was the, the, the template of dragons. So every dragon is like a descendant that was from the killed original dragon whole array. The same goes for like worms or oozes or whatever. They all represent stuff. Uh, it's just a really big ooze. A very big <laughs> ooze. And like I said, the, the world is still kind of like scarred from their, their fights and their interactions. Uh, some even think that the moon is scarred by it because there's three gigantic scars on the moon. That's a little bit of world building for you. Yeah, it was just a giant werewolf. Um, and then also at this point, humans come into existence. How they appear is not very clear to most knowledge. I have a reason. I don't know if I want to share it yet. Uh, then eventually, template two comes well, about. Con- considering the, that this is an ongoing, considering campaign. that our party's mostly elves, I would argue you should tell us. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck the humans. Yeah. All right. All right. No, no, no. no, no. Like, I, I guess I should say not humans, but um, uh, so humanoids. Uh, humanoids. I call yeah. them the peoples. Anything that could essentially, I define peoples as anything that could be a player character race. Uh, or anything that can really conceive- anything, yeah, fuck the humans. Anything that can conceivably have like a soul, sort of. Jokes on you guys. So what were you going to say, Matthew? Oh, I was just going to say, don't feel the need to tell us everything. This is an ongoing campaign. It is, yeah. But this stuff never you are, I've, sh- I've shared most of the, most of the stuff. This and is the game that never yeah. <laughs> Then eventually we get into template two. Uh, most of the whole RA have been killed off or have like possibly left the planet. And they're gone for the most part. Uh, it is now like people's driven, but there's it's still a world full of monsters and conflict and strife. It becomes apparent that the more diverse that the peoples grow into, uh, it becomes apparent that their collective unconscious has an effect on the world where they can create gods and like a symbiotic relationship, very American gods style. Um, if you've ever read Mary, any Neil Gaiman work, really, like Sandman kind of hits on that too, where God, gods exist in a real way, but like they're dependent on the people. Remembering the, the peoples remember them and like shape them with their thoughts, um, but the people also kind of depend on the gods because you know they gain favors from them and, and blah blah blah. Template two was a very chaotic time where there's constant rise and falls of empire. It's kind of like prehistory of the Forgotten Realms, where like a lot of shit happened and you're all kind of like on the the dust that settled afterward. That's where you know you find your magic items buried in the dirt and all that bullshit. Um, at this time, there's a bunch of gods being born and dying. They are uh, very diverse and very chaotic and happen all the time. Then, then there was an event that marked the beginning of Template 3. Which we was, are currently on here? You are currently in Template 3. The event that kicked that off was the murder of the God of Truth. Nobody remembers his name because being that he died, a lot of truth went with him. Oh, is that JC on my foot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JC, not Lakeham's pupper. JC Lakeham's. Lickums. JC Lickum. That's very good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so dog, uh, dog is sleeping. Yeah, so the, I mean, yeah, that, that And then all of a sudden she just takes a giant dome. And then she explodes with poop, just like I said. And we're back to dog shit. Yeah. 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 Let's take oh, a let's take a quick little interlude from my rambling about my dog dropping a fucking duker. It's dog shit. It's dog shit. Yeah. I apologize for uh for uh side side no, you're, that. Oh, no, you're good. I was gonna do it anyway. So uh so yeah the, the the God of Truth is murdered. People aren't sure how it's happened. Rising from that event is a need for structure, and that is why the current template has a very structured uh, way about it, hence all of the gods being uniform. They all now have mantles that if for some reason one god were to die, something takes it up, as long as the collective unconscious of the peoples recognize that as that's the way of things being. But that's why there's that 27 is very important in the world, and uh, the structure of alignment is very important in the world. There's a few other events that happen, um, notable ones, I guess. There's the the Duke of Fallen Leaves. He's kind of a weird crossbreed and prince. 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 I, was, I was calling prince. him. Prince. You always call him. Duke. I do. Yeah, the, the Prince of Fallen Leaves has like a dual alliance to the Goddess of Death and also an Archfane named Henson. Henson, who is pretty nasty, from all I can he's all very, I can gather. He's very he's a very bad boy, and he has a, he has a little boy. I can't think of any other significant events other than that. In terms of just actual world building things in the world, all of the continents in the world are named after beings of legend called the First Family, which people don't know if they actually existed or not, or if they were like a like a children's tale told to people. And each of the First Family, they all kind of, from them were descended the current classes that exist. Like one of the two brothers was a, was a martial prowess fighter type, the other was a magic user type. The two sisters, there was like a socialite type, and the other one was like a sneaky rogue type. Um, and then in each 
continent is more of a concentration of each class. So in the classic, uh, the current continent that you're in, Rava, that was the name of the brother who was more of a martial prowess. There's a lot of barbarians and rangers and like monk types that live in that continent. Like where, fighter types or what? Fighter types, yep, yep. Oh, like down in lore, which is where the the uh, magic brother lived, there's a lot of wizards and sorcerers and uh, alchemists and things you know. Sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just like they're eating fancy cheese, just like us today. Oh, yeah, the other worth note things that there's a, still a handful of Polare that are affecting the world, either dormant, not too many awake and active in the world. And I think that's about it. Oh, and then also, I think in the third template, there have not been any new empires as there was in the second age. There's currently the Palette Empire, which is in Erie, the continent of Erie, and they are kind of like the first empire to gain a foothold in the world since the second template. And that's kind of Vant in a nutshell. There is a lot more that I have going to be revealed that I cannot say in the podcast, but I actually have a significant amount of other world building besides that. And Patreons, I have I got a deal for you. If you subscribe to the highest level of our Patreon, I will send you vague notes <laughs> everything else that I have planned out. Yeah, I your fever dreams. I helped like plan out like a little city of the of your world too. This yeah, for my character. I really enjoyed that. The uh, the one with uh, do can we? Can, do we want to say it in front of them? Nah. No. No? Fuck no. you guys. Uh, <laughs> the, the monk temple at which you came from. Mm-hmm. The, we had a re- actually a really cool background on that one. The, the relationship with the temple and the town. Mm-hmm. Um, how the temple works. Yeah. yeah. And you, you actually gave a really cool background for like why you are the class and what you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, Patreons. <laughs> Patreons. The highest order of Patreons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the platinum order will get. The patrons of all patrons. We'll get the Hua secret story. I'm more of a character builder than a world bur- builder. Yeah, so that, that'll bring me to you. You know what? Why don't we auction that shit off on eBay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll yes. start at $1. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Too much. <laughs> that's, hey, that's free money. That's money for nothing. 99 cents. You don't need to let them know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the tax would get them. We'll get them on shipping. <laughs> the tax will always get them. We'll peg them on shipping. So you, you mentioned that you're more of a character builder. You mm-hmm. In your character stuff that you've talked to me about, like you... Again, when you came up with that stuff for uh, Tannen, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that stuff was really cool. I and mean, that was like mainly all you. I hardly had any hand in it. I, I kind of gave you some guidelines on what the world would offer, but you came up with most of that stuff. So like, I think you yeah, you know, have potential. For, I'm, I'm sure you've actually done some world building in your head that you never really mapped out for D&D, but you've kept it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, yeah. I guarantee you've done that. I've done that a lot. I have a lot of... Oh, oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the stuff that you've told me for like character building is very cool. Not necessarily world building, but you've, you've done yeah. a lot of cool stuff. Um, Character's a lot easier to build in a fucking world. I, I, I like both an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Character building is a little more easy and a little more um, accessible. World building is a more lofty endeavor. Yeah, like, like, see, like because you got to keep balance. You can't have you can't like world building. You need rules, and those rules need to stay the same. And you and like sometimes when you build a world, some characters want to do something, but you're like, mm-hmm. no, they can't do that. Oh, yeah. This is how the world works, and they get you know. exactly. I, I also think that even goes in a little further beyond world building, but into just game management. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear a lot of, and I, hear, I bitch about a lot of other podcasts, and I, I shouldn't say I bitch about podcasts, but I, I bitch about people's opinions. <laughs> As we all do. Of which I have many, but I hear people, <laughs> Fuck everybody. Yeah, fuck everybody. Moral stories, fuck everybody. But I often hear in podcasts say like, oh, you know, you should really just like let them do what they want because that'll make them have fun. And I'm like, you know, to an extent, I think that's true, but I also think it's also part of the fun to say no and they have to think of something else if there's some there's something to like designing something it's like hey i i've got 
I've got this story. No, your mage can't control time and space like at whim because you want him to. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I've got something interesting planned here. If you guys would play along for a little bit, you might have some fun or something like that. Is that what you're talking about? See, I'm more saying like um, if you're playing a game of Dungeons & Dragons and your character's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to spend any resources on doing it, but if I make an athletics check, I think I should be able to uh, rip off this guy's head. You know what I mean? Like they come up with an idea and like there's – there's really no mechanical reason why they can do it, or also it doesn't make much like actual sense. But like, sure, it might be kind of funny or whatever. And, and every once in a while, there is a time and place for that. It, um, it depends. Or maybe right. even in world building scenario, we're like, oh yeah, in my world, it, we were originally colonized by illithids, and but maybe that didn't jive with what you're. And everyone has really weak necks. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has really weak necks. <laughs> of glass, <laughs> and, and we also have innate psychic ability. You know, it's, they're, they're throwing in a bunch of stuff that like maybe. You know, it's okay to tell people no, is my, my whole point. Yeah. Whether it be playing the game or world building or coming up with spec shit. If you're the DM and if, like, everyone's agreeing to play in your space, it's okay to put restrictions on them. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, like, doing some sort of bonkers yeah. attack or whatever. Yeah. You also, don't want, if, if something is, uh, they if they want to do something just for to be funny, if everyone's fine with it. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, there's a time and place in it, but I think that you can oversaturate your game with, like, like, also like, random bullshit. Like yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Just like, don't See, be us. The thing I, I, yeah. <laughs> the thing I like, like if I were building worlds, like I like what you did when we first met the Prince of Leaves and stuff like that. You like, you let us, the care. you gotta let your players know like, hey, you guys aren't really the big shits in this world. Like here's a fucking character. Like it was fucking hilarious when Cal was like, I'm gonna, uh, what was he, try to charm him? He tried charming him. Yeah. I'm gonna charm him. <laughs> which, yeah. which by the way, like he's Faye, so there's that. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, he tried doing a charm effect on him, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I didn't stat him out. You cannot fight him. Mm-hmm. If you want me to, if we go down, like, I'm giving you a little freebie right here, where like he kind of laughs it off. But if you wanted to pursue it, like, if we really wanted to play out how this would happen in this world, he would fucking kill you. Yeah. And I gave you a freebie because like he he thinks you're cute. But um, you oh. entertain me, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I said, like, it's it's okay to tell your player no. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm sorry, but you wasted your spell. Plus, he might also find us potentially useful. Exactly. Yeah, which like, is kind of what I'm he, wondering about. Yeah, well, I mean, there's that. Like, he was under orders of, of his uh, superiors, which is you know a, more um, more story building as opposed to world building. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. The, the, I, th- I think it's important to give restrictions. I think it adds to the fun of the game. If you, you can't just do whatever the fuck you want because then it's like, why are we even playing a game? Mm-hmm. It's more just like, why are we just sitting around making jokes? Which is kind of what we do anyway. Yeah, but we know when it's joking, we know when it's the game. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like I think it's like, like DMs should like make sure every once in a while to put their players into place. Yeah. And everything like that. Like you did with the Prince of... Yeah, it's just like, like for instance, like I have a big fucking ego about Dalinar, and I feel like <laughs> Dalinar just needs to get like his, ass, like his fucking ass rock. And that's why I want to run two McCores, and that's why I want you to fight Asarag <laughs> or Asarag. How are we pronounce the name? Yeah. Anyway, this is No, that was me. That was oh, okay. No, that's good. I thought it was like Fifi. <laughs> so um, enough about that. I was gonna. I want to do a maybe a couple of just world building questions, and then we can kind of wrap it up. One question that I hear a lot about, and I have a few theories on, is when you're going to build a world, where do you start? Do you go top down? Do you go bottom up? Somewhere in the middle? Uh, do you start with the whole world itself? Do you start with like its planar structure, or do you start with a town? Hmm. How, what's your preferred method? Honestly, it's just whenever idea hits, because I've gone top down, bottom up, side to side, mm, horizontal, and out. Yeah. 
So do the old reach around. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's right. So it's just it is kind of whatever wherever you start. Like if you start with the idea of you know what happens to a great old one that gets banished by his brethren and mm-hmm. sent to the material plane as punishment. You know, if you're going to encase him in crystal and send mm-hmm. him through the send him through limbo until he finally pops out in the material plane, you know, what's that planet going to look like? So, so that sounds like a world-building strategy starting from top up, from top down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's a broad, yeah. that's a broad picture place to start. Yeah. It's like, I feel like world-building, like whatever idea you have kind of for, to begin with, like, if so, you have, like something so like it's, that. So it's subjective. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to restrict our conversation to, if you had to pick one that you'd prefer, what would you have to pick? Because I mean, I, I would. I, I guess would, I should have anticipated the answer is it, it, it all depends, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if we're gonna get serious about a question, I feel if you like, had to pick yeah. a preference, if I was gonna get serious about making the world, I would have. I would probably start at like what the rules of the universe or planes okay. are. So like, the top top down is it top down. Okay, yeah, top, top down, down is like broad picture of the world and going mm-hmm. down. Yeah, like the restrictions and sure. laws, things that just you cannot do and stuff, and then okay. go down from yeah, there. I feel like that's a, a lot. Picture. I feel like that's a lot easier. You know, okay. Like, and then you kind of just come up with fun story ideas mm-hmm. later on. As you go. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Things that fit. How about you, Matthew? I actually like going from uh, the bottom way. up, really. Mm-hmm. I remember there was another idea I'd come up with where it's basically like, what would be interesting to play? Okay. And trying to come up with that, scenarios like, that would work with that. I like that idea. And then I kind of started building a world around that and... Uh, it, it's it's not like super in depth, but basically gives me the opportunity to introduce introduce whatever scenario I decide to want or okay. I kind of want to that I think would be interesting to play through. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a, an example of like bottom up? That, right I'd say that's more bottom up than top bottom up. up. Yeah, because I was about to ask like, what's a, what would be a bottom up? So it, it, well, a classic example of bottom up would be like I start with designing a town. Mm. And then just branching and out branching from there, there. Okay. and then like forever. And that, that's how I Bant started off with Alberstown, mm-hmm. and um, a little peek behind my DM's kimono. Alberstown was all a playoff of uh, Breaking Bad, and so it was Albuquerque, and all the NPCs that were there were all named after Breaking Bad characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, I, I do a lot of that because that just that's for my entertainment. Um, with your guys' current campaign, it all started off in a place that was essentially Mayberry. Um, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but originally it was Albertstown, and Albertstown was my, my first place. It was just a town, and it had like a couple of buildings that I mapped up. And I didn't. I don't like to necessarily give a solid map of locations of where things are because, like, I don't necessarily think it's fun for people to know that this building is right here. As long as they know where the general direction is, or, like how long it takes to get there. Then yeah, we know where. Um, well, I sure I'm glad I spent the whole fucking day making but, a map no, of fucking Mayberry. But, but, no, but that's for you though. Like you enjoy that, and like you you did it, and I'm assuming because it took you all day to do it, but you enjoyed doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, I, and oh, I appreciate yeah. it, and I saw it, but like in terms of me, I don't necessarily have fun in like placing things in discrete locations. I just think, hey, yeah, in the shitty part of town is that CD bar that you went to that one time, and the, the characters know that. They don't know what street it's on or like what warehouse it's next to. That, that's how I do it for my own purposes. Yeah, Alberstown branched off just from that town. And I eventually just threw needs of what I wanted to throw in from like other campaigns that I did. Of course there's a church there. Yeah, there's definitely Obviously a church there. there's... Why wouldn't there be Well, of course there's a there. graveyard. Well, oh, why wouldn't there be a potion shop? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's something I kind of want to get into as well. 
one thing that's it's sort of a pseudo world building thing, but um, I think there's a time and place for like randomly throwing it, something into a town, and I think it makes sense. But it's also fine being like, yeah, no, there's no potion shop here. Yeah, all right, like, this town. Yeah, this, this is a rural the, town. The, there is a shitty blacksmith that makes horseshoes and wagon wheels, and that is it. And, and they, like nails. <laughs> and, yeah, maybe nails, and like he might get and iron rods. He might be able to give you a serviceable <laughs> short sword, maybe. <laughs> and then, but and then there's a tannery down there. And there is like the the mill and a couple of houses and pasture, and that's mm-hmm. all this town is. And just because someone like in a tavern, yeah, and probably a obviously a three taverns. I grew up in a very small town in Iowa, three bars, three so bars. You'll find them. one, and there's like twelve people that live in that town. Exactly, yeah, yeah. In Bernard, there's like <laughs> that oh, sounds like Ridgeway. It's in the hundreds, <laughs> but um, and not even hundreds. Maybe not even. Of course, even. then you can also do something like if a PC walks by a house and they notice it's got a particular plant outside of it that's very oh, yeah. rare. Yeah, you, you can, can always have just accidentally run into where you might find a little old lady selling a potion. That, that is true. It, it, you, you can do that. Um, but like, it, it, there's I nothing, mean, there might there's be nothing, a herbalist. There, there, there might be a herbalist, but my point, the my little point is like, may not be just because stars. the players want something to be there or like, mm-hmm. oh, they need to restock on some sort, uh, some sort of resource, depending on where they are, it's totally fine to be like, you don't get that. It's not here. You have to deal without. And like, I guarantee you, you'll probably have a fun time trying to figure out what the fuck am I going to do now that I don't have all my resources or all my... Mm-hmm. All right, I can't cast a spell because I don't have my fucking diamond dust to cast Revivify. I was like, yeah, you might have three. What is it, three hundred gold? Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah. You might have three hundred gold. Where the fuck are you get these diamonds at? It's fine to. It's fine to say no. My whole point is, it's fine to say no. It's fine to limit them. And, but, 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 but again, it is also fine to like do lots of random shit. Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. Like you know, like oh, there is no potion. Like there's a herbalist here, but like she would need like she doesn't have that amount of herb. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. And maybe you only get one. Healing. And she's never, yeah, she's them. never made a healing potion, so it actually yeah. takes like triple the amount of what yeah, it exactly. normally would. Exactly. And stuff like that. Like I feel, uh, I agree with you. Where like you need sometimes you just need to limit your fucking players. Mm-hmm. Like they can't just always do burn through resources. No, you can't put 100 potions in your back. You cannot <laughs> put that much potions. In a backpack. Well, according to 5e, I fucking can, Luke. I, it's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun. I got a fucking box of holding. The box of holding nullifies the argument. <laughs> yeah, it does. Fuck the box Dude, of holding. Dude, I was so happy. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'll take the box of holding. You're like, here you go. And I was like, what now? Damn. Oh, I'm 60 health potions. I've there. never felt more anger <laughs> at that phrase that I introduced you to. <laughs> what now, DM? Yeah. What now, DM? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did uh, One World. Where I start, where I started with the, what is the final boss going to be? Oh, that's, a, that's a very. And good then one. you work back in there, but then I realized I'm about to railroad the shit out of these players, sort of, just to get you them to, to that point. That no, I mean, you don't necessarily, because I've done that. Not, I guess, starting off with Vance, um, but I have mapped out the final boss, but I've left a lot of room in a lot of different paths to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, with something like that, you could just have it be like. All right, they inadvertently messed with the PCs a few times, and then all right, who's doing that? Uh-huh. It's this guy. We're gonna kill this fucker. Exactly, they'll get there eventually. You know, because mm-hmm. in, in terms of these games, the, if you only give them so many pieces to go off of, eventually they'll fucking follow it. Because I mean, unless they're the, the kind of group like my very first group that I used to play with, with like my brother-in-law, like, and my brother, we're like, like neutral type. Deal. Well, well they, all they ever wanted to do was go to town and town and rob the bar and then leave. And they, they had fun doing that, but eventually they got old really quick um but well, eventually then, then it, you make your final boss good and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming to yeah. take down the pc exactly exactly <laughs> exactly my point is if you give them kernels of shit eventually they'll follow it 
Because I, I would argue that most gamers playing D&D would be like, okay, he gave us a, a lead on a story. I'm going to do something. Let's that way, that way, yes. But what I was doing is I was starting with the top boss and moving down villain by villain by villain by villain, specifically. Okay. And I can see how that would be. Yes. Um, so, you know, the, the, what I'm doing, what I'm going to do this time is I want to get with all the potential players and find out what do you like in a game, what do you not like in a game. What would make you want to vomit if I put this in the middle of your game? Sure. That, that's honestly probably the best way to go about it. Yeah, I like that. And then, yeah, and that's... Custom, um, customize it a bit, tweak it to exactly. what players that want might to get more yeah, to, but, yeah. That might get more to the realm of like session building as opposed to world building, but, but it also can go with world building as well. That is a... But that's a good thing. I think having an open, honest discussion with anybody that you're going to start a game with, be like, hey, what are we going to expect out of this? What's okay to like bring up? Is it okay to critique me? Or like, I want your feedback after we're done to let me know what worked and what didn't. Or is it just going to be like, I'm doing what I'm doing and you're just going to have to play it or else you can leave. And I, that method that you brought up of having like a discussion on what works and what doesn't is right. important for it. In the Aramis campaign, which is the one I was talking about before, I think I uh, overdid the, the, I wanted it to be desolate and hopeless sure. at first. Sure. And I think as soon as I put in the pregnant teenage girl that hung herself, I Yikes. think I think that may have been a step over the top. <laughs> no, not even a little bit, Andy. No, it's not that. Much. Or the father that left his daughter to starve. I remember that one. I think I think good time. Time. you were there for that. Giuseppe one. was there. I also You're said, gonna, I also said, I would, I would, I would I play remember. a game like that. Fuck it. Oh no, yeah. If, if people want to do like a grim, fucking gritty shit, yeah. If everyone's into it, hell yeah. Yeah, I should also mention that Giuseppe got introduced to the PCs by just like I for, I can't forget his backstory, but he like. He just kind of flew in on this owl and found him. And like, hey, I'm following you now. <laughs> but it was kind of hard for me to like work myself in because I was so sporadic in playing that campaign mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, I may or may not leave at a moment's notice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, randomly me. I might literally disappear. Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> it's Giuseppe. Whoa, where have you been? What? I was waiting for you guys. The next question I was going to ask, it kind of leads into... Uh, I had two questions. I can only remember the one. I was going to say the Well, now it looks like you got one question. Looks like I have one. All right, so here's this one. And if, if the other one pops up, then hooray for me. If not, then, then we'll done. Done. I'm done. But uh, what is your favorite little uh, twist that you've seen in world building, whether it be from your friends or like on popular show, Critical Role, blah, blah, blah. Is there any of your favorite little um, little flavors that you like that have really stuck with you? I have like one. I have a, a prime example. Unique aspects? Really? Yeah, yeah. Anything, you know, anything really. Because you say twist something like story twist? No, I would not necessarily story twist, but like or just, uh, just some, 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 some detail in the world building that you think is very cool and neat. Hmm. I have one. And I'll start off with it because I feel like someone might steal it from me. And you might be thinking the same thing as me. But in your world, Paul added, and I thought this is very cool, that gnomes are actually former Mykonids got... Mo, got no, Modrons. Well, I, I, I apologize. I get this confused. They're all gnomes. Modron, Mykonid, same Same thing. thing. They all wield guns. Bunch of squares. <laughs> but the uh, the Modrons are actually... Gnomes are actually Modrons that had gotten stuck on the Prime Material Plane during the Great Modron March, and somehow they like lost their mechanical like exterior or exoskeleton and like whatever bits of biological material remained is what a gnome is today. Because mm-hmm. I think I believe in official 5e or at least Forgotten Realms canon, gnomes at one point or they either came from precious gems or they were thought to have come from precious gems or they turned into a precious gem when they die. But I think it's like they came from precious gems or some people think they did. 
And um, Paul added that really cool twist that they were actually once Mykonids, and that's why they're so... Modrons. Fuck! <laughs> God you. damn it, Luke. They were Malfishis at one point, and then... <laughs> Uh, they were, With their 12-foot-long proboscises. Yes. Pro, no, proboscis. Wrong, wrong demon, but yes. Uh, wrong <laughs> demon, but the same effect happened because he gave the Nalfishni a 10-foot bite reach. <laughs> One hell of a guy. Oh, God. Uh, but no, that all... What are they called again? Gnomes. Gnomes. Come from Mike Fuck, now you got You got me doing it, you fuck. All, yeah, mo, yeah, all gnomes were at one point Modrons. I thought yes. that was a very cool flavor. Kudos to Paul. Paul had an interesting world that he was talking about building at 1.2. Mm. I might have bring it up. Did you hear about that whole labyrinth world that he the, had? The, the mega was, dungeon? Yeah. The, whole, the entire the, world. The, the, the Jay-Z don't thing. give a fuck about how loud it could be. Oh, Jay-Z's out for the count. Bing, bing. Any, any other cool details that you can think of that you, that you enjoy? Uh, well, actually, for Aramis, too, the Dragonborn did come from uh, the dragons cooperating, or some dragons cooperating, and uh, creating their entire race. And their specific roles, like say Paul was a silver and he was uh, anti-mage specialist, basically. Okay. All the silvers worked to keep arcane magic and mages in check. Interesting. And uh, the whites, they were all, and I'm quoting here, so those of you who can't see this, I'm doing air quotes. They were fishermen and uh, naval personnel, but actually they also have a level or two in assassin. Okay. So mm. that was that was their specialty. Sure. Uh, every particular color had a specialty. And the Dragonborn, when they sexually interact with other colors, can produce hybrids. So Very cool. Uh, you get your purple dragons. You get yeah. your fuchsia. Yeah. You get your orange yeah. dragons. Yeah. Okay. Rust. And eventually there will be one dragon that is a mix of all dragons. It's just one brown dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it's damn it. <laughs> Oh, I feel so unglamorous with my color, but you're the most powerful of them all. <laughs> but I'm the ugly duckling. He's, he's an actual fisherman. <laughs> John the fisherman. The brown dragon. Uh, do you guys, how about you two, any any particular details or I flavors that stand out to you? I would like, like, you know, I know in 5e is like, if you got bit by a werewolf, you're now character, if he turns into a werewolf or vampire, he's now, you know, NPC and stuff. I like, I would think, I would like a world where, like, your characters get bit by a werewolf, they become a werewolf, but I would have it that they have to constantly make, like, control checks. Well, and I should, I should mention, to clarify, it's AL, a -A where if you, if you contract lycanthropy or vampirism or whatever, yeah. then they become an NPC and are yeah. unplayable. But there's a lot of room for interpretation, at least as it currently stands in 5e, where if you contract it, it it's pretty vague on what you can do or what your restrictions are. Mm -hmm. um, it basically says like the DM has the option to just take control and have your character be evil to succumb to the, the lycanthropy. Nice. Um, or in theory, you could do it. There's also, I believe, some races or classes that are... Uh, Honor Arcana, homebrew stuff. Kyle was a were vampire. Vampires. Well, well, Kyle, Kyle was a were tiger in your campaign. Isn't that in, isn't that in Pathfinder? Well, no, he what? was. Oh, um, the Dampfear? Yeah, uh, Dampfear. That's what it is. But he was. Uh, what are they called? Bloodhunters, I think. Something yeah, and that's a uh, Matthew Mercer class. They, they alchemically and magically give themselves the ability to partially shapeshift. Okay. So it's not a pure like they don't have pure lycanthropy apparently. No. Okay. No. So I mean, there are things out there that if you really yeah. wanted to take around that you could play with that. Um, Let me continue with what I was. Gonna okay, say. go go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was done. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, like, but like, if I had a world, like, 
people could like if your your player characters could become vampires, werewolves, or whatever, sure. rats. I would always have them like almost once a day make a control check. I like that. Yeah, and that's good because like standard lycanthropy, even if you're a were rat, you become immune to non magical damage mm-hmm. or non at least non silvered. I think, mm-hmm. which is big because if you look at the stats of a were rat, like I would have it like. It would be like since you still have control of your stuff, you're not 100 percent were like were rat yet or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you still you might not get you might not yeah get, you don't yeah, get the resistance get some, some sort of resistance, resistance not instead of a, to, resistance as opposed to immunity. And I think among the were rats, at least standard D and D stuff, they're actually pretty careful about spreading the yeah. lycanthropy. Yeah, they they do it deliberately. Yeah, or exactly. not at all. Exactly. And I, I I might need to bust out the monster manual and read the rules on PCs turning into lycanthropy because there is a little blurb on it. Mm-hmm. But like you you gain the creatures, you gain like the racial abilities of whatever like lycanthrope that you had been bitten by. But then you maintain like your class features and your like your stats and stuff. So it doesn't. You don't get the new. You don't get the charisma of a wear rat. You keep your charisma and all your other stats. But you gain, in theory, if you're going by the book, like it's it's immunity. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess my original question though was more like, is there any sort of world building? And maybe not even in like Dungeons and Dragons media, but maybe even in stories like uh, like Castlevania or uh, I know you're big on Berserk. Is there any sort of like world building flavor in any story that you've ever really read, book or other media that you really like? Uh, let's see. Just no, I can't. Like I put, I've been put on the point. No, 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 I can't think of anything. Mine's blank. Go to Matthew. Any any particular fondness for any flavor in a world, Matthew? Hmm. Of course, now I'm coming up blank. Yeah, no, right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, an, an example that I you know, here's one of the example I have. Like in Watchmen, um, for whatever reason, maybe it was like just how. It was kind of like an alternate American history, but Nixon had been elected to president for the presidency four times. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm not sure how that really connects into superheroes existing, sort of. But like, I mean, it's one fun, of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fun little flavor thing, you know. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason, in this world, Nixon was president four times. Okay, like you know how in okay, I got something now. Like in five E, you know, you can there's gaps in the dimensional holes in between universe and like stuff. Portals between portals and stuff like yeah, that. Sure. And everything. Like people you can get to like the outer planes. Oh yeah. You can do it. Like, there's a number of ways. Yeah, a number of ways. It's like almost kind of easy to do it a little bit. When you think about it. Yeah. When you think about it and stuff, it's a little bit easy. Once like, you're powerful enough. It's just oh yeah, just there, yeah, no. yeah, like I, yeah, you know, a powerful major just like, yeah, yeah, there you go, there's a fucking portal to the fucking plane of fire, or whatever. I, in Berserk, there is, uh, because in there, like, the uh, spiritual realm and the physical realm exist, but there's literally only one, well, there's a multiple of them, but there's literally one item called the Bailet that can open up and bring the spiritual world into the physical world, and the only way that activates is if the Bailet chooses you and that's only if it chooses you to be chosen by fate okay and stuff and basically the only way that happens is when you're at the lowest of the low like when your dreams are crushed and you're just fucking like you're just down for the count it activates and then you have to sacrifice those closest to you that's interesting like that. that's, yeah. a very, that's a very interesting piece of world building yeah as opposed to like forgotten realms of which i, I still am very fond of mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah, there's a couple different options, and it's just magic. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, we can kind of just you gotta use, read enough books. Yeah, or, or like we can just kind of just use magic to explain whatever we want. Which magic, is, which is magic. which is fun, which is fun in its in its appropriate way. Yeah. Um, there is something to be said about like 
no, it's just this one way. Mm -hmm. And like, it's this one really cool way. Mm -hmm. You're not guaranteed it, but it's only just this one way. I do like that. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, um, there's a, there's a time and place for like, you know, law so random. It, it was magic. It was and, then, magic. and then also like, we're going to give you some restrictions. Mm -hmm. Anything you got, Matthew? Matthew's like, I like how the Jedi use the force and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like midichlorians. <laughs> yeah. Midichlorians was the greatest idea since the wheel. Burn. In my Burn. Burn. <laughs> Oh wait, it's just it's <laughs> I think Metaclorians are those tiny little microscopic Yodas and they're all, all bouncing around up. All bouncing around up. All saying do or do not in unison. That's right. Do do not. <laughs> Way to go, Lucas. You took a pretty good idea and they're like, no, it's this now, see, I was this I was own. just thinking in terms of what I played in D D and now it's been expanded to <laughs> encompass all media, it seems like. Yeah, I should I should follow my own uh, advice and give you some restrictions. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I really, I really appreciate what I really appreciate Fox News' spin on reality. <laughs> yes, it's always entertaining. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm forced to listen to. This is a Fox News house, Andy. <laughs> Get out of here! We don't Fox take that slander around here. Yeah, build that wall. <laughs> I'm fuck still, yourself. I'm still under the opinion that uh, that uh, Trump just watched Attack on Titan. It was like, yes, I will do that, and that's what he's going to do to America. <laughs> as good of, as good of logic as anything. Where are the Titans? <laughs> Some human, huge Mexican steps over it. Oh no! <laughs> oh, we surrender. Oh god! Thousands were slaughtered. A gigantic How did they get over the wall? <laughs> How did they get the metal slab past the metal slats? <laughs> Oh, you got anything? Or are we passing? I think I'm gonna have to pass. I'm, I'm like, I, I prefer uh, story building, I guess, and I'm trying to make a world around what I want to share with the players. Cool, very cool, very solid. Um, I can't remember my last question. So unless anybody else has any comments that we want to wrap up with, we're we're going. We gotta we gotta keep this going for another four minutes, so that way it's an even hour. And a half. I'm, I'm cutting off a good amount of stuff, so it's it's gonna be hour. Well, well I'm gonna ten be, minutes. I'm gonna be cutting off some stuff, but then I'm also gonna be adding in music in the midway break. So it all, all kind of depends on where the. It's where not the, even snowing out, Amy. It's fine. Yeah, there's, there's literally no snow. Yeah, we're just looking for the cops. Yeah, <laughs> cops. <laughs> I don't. The I've been, snow is a whole hour late. I've been squatting in this house this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even bought it. That's why I haven't cleaned up the fucking sidewalk. Yeah, place. I. I, <laughs> I don't know how the energy is running in this house. I have not paid a single bill. <laughs> That's uh, how I save money. That, that explains all the new books that you bought. Yeah, yeah. I've got just all the <laughs> Lily, you beautiful woman who lives in Luke's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am. That's a Dragon Ball Z R bridge uh, reference. If you didn't, I did not know it. I'm a I'm a filthy casual. Uh, <laughs> closing remarks on world building before I hit that stop button. Nope. Stop. Um, hey, have have best the best advice that I can give is have fun. Is follow your heart. Oh, no, the power of friendship. The power of friendship will prevail over everything, including meteors that are about to destroy the earth. That's right. <laughs> no, no. I, then it's nuclear bombs that are hand delivered. Via the space shuttle. Okay, Armageddon. Well, so, uh, <laughs> no, I just need one satellite to stay near the asteroid long enough to pull it toward the sun. <laughs> I kind of like how how gravity was the fourth dimension in Interstellar and love was the answer the whole time. I actually really like Interstellar. So, so, yeah. Oh, there we is. go. Fifth element. Fifth <laughs> element. Fifth uh, element. 
Um, Love was the answer the entire time. Someone watched too much anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also like the Shadow Realm in Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm sending you to the Shadow Realm, which is actually secretly hell, but kids, WB couldn't put that on TV. But four kids said, said no. no. The Purple Realm. <laughs> yeah. The purpley, vague, swirly <laughs> realm. That's where, not totally hell. Where beings exist. Where, where people that actually had handguns at one point now just point their finger at you threateningly. That's right. <laughs> you stop right there, Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I, you. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Fuck you, WB. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's our uh, the rules lawyer's hot take. The fancy rules lawyer's hot take on world building. <laughs> Uh, we've we've eaten all the cheese, so I guess it's just yeah, we should have probably stopped once the cheese was gone and stopped being fancy. I did drink all the wine, <laughs> so and now you're drinking out of your mason jar esque mug. I am. Tight. Uh, Tight pissed dogs. Thanks for listening. Yep. I really um, wanted that burp to be the last thing on there. <laughs> well, we'll 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 put in a burp. Thanks, Kyle. I just but uh, no. A quick side note. Uh, end of. Goat Pimp Saga coming at you soon. We're going to hopefully finish up that pretty soon. <laughs> Matthew's got his finale stuff and then uh, new Yawning Portal stuff. I'm very excited because I have a Wanty Pure Blood. And I actually... You can't use it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you're DMing. I'm DMing. <laughs> Once you prep the mod, I'll give you... I'll, I'll give you... No, I'm permission. DMing. No, no. Nice try. That, that was a thing in the most recent recording we did. It's like, how much would I bet who was going to show up and open the book for the first time? Day one. <laughs> Day one. Day <laughs> one. Okay, you meet a guy and say some stuff. Fight goblins. Fight goblins. All of them. Roll for initiative. All of them at once? Yeah, fucking all of them at once. I see you guys coming. God. I, I literally said you would have you would tally up the number of goblins and kobolds and have them all fight us at once. I literally yes. said that. Yes. It's uh, a it's a battle of attrition, you guys better go prepared. <laughs> Where are your hirelings? Where are your We better have a poop knife that hates that hates goblins. And they all have a bench because fuck you guys. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Titus Piss. Dogs.